Let's get ready to pickle! Welcome to the Pissed and Pickled Podcast with Missy and Lori, two below-average pickleball players with an array of above-average flair eager to irritate and delight you. And now, here they are. Yep, and here we are, Pissed and Pickled people. We are here. Well, actually, we aren't here. I'm here because Missy is still on the DL with her back situation. We thought she was going to get better, and she thought she was, and actually, she's not. So she's not here today, but I have a special guest host in the hot seat. We have Hunter with us, um, a.k.a. Meat Canyon. If you all know, don't know who that is, look him up. Uh, he's a really good cartoonist, funny guy, and he actually happens to be Missy's son. <laughs> So we have some great stories. He flew into town here. He's from Austin, Texas. And actually, speaking of Austin, Texas, we have Debbie Robinson was our winner from last week. She got herself a fine Just Paddles t-shirt for knowing what our new uh, feature was on our show, which is the extra uh, segment. And you can hear unedited interviews from people in their entirety on there. So check that out just like she did. She's got a cool new shirt now. So back to business here. We have Hunter. Hello, Hunter. Hello. What is going on, my friend? Oh, just taking care of my broken, decrepit mother. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable what she does at her age and how she doesn't (laughs) prep herself for anything at all. And it really was unfortunate how how this all came about because she thought she just had a pulled muscle and uh, went to the doctor. Actually, I dumped her off at an urgent care and left. I think I went to Taco Bell afterwards. I think that, uh, just to cut in, I think that any time that she tells you of any kind of medical ailment, you have to immediately take it into your hands to get the advice of a professional. There are about two instances in my life where I told my mother something was severely wrong, and then she would say, you know, All right, it's fine. You just go to school and you do what you have to do. Uh, my foot was broken, and I, she made me walk on it for about two weeks. It was, I mean, so black and blue. I mean, it was borderline purple. And she was like, I don't th- there's nothing wrong with it. So she just gave me a huge hefty bag of ice. That just, it melts during the day, so I was just carrying around a bag of water. <laughs> and then, of course, I had a time where I had uh, severe, I mean, severe stomach pain. Like, where I was, like borderline sh- I mean trembling and stuff and she's just like you just don't want to go to school <laughs> uh, went to the ER went to the doctor they said take this child immediately to the ER his appendix is about to rupture <laughs> um, so when I heard her she doesn't and then she yeah she didn't tell me exactly how severe it was of course so she, I it, it's just typical it's it's just typical my mother this activity God rest her soul well, you know, I knew it was bad because she couldn't play pickleball and she bagged out on a couple of other things that she normally doesn't do. So, like I said, I dumped her at that office and left. And she tells me, oh, they told me um, their x-ray machine was broken. Who has an urgent care with no x-ray machine? I don't know. I think like McDonald's with no ice cream machine half the time. So she went to another, an orthopedic urgent care. They did the x-ray and said, oh, yeah, you have a torn scapula. Here's some drugs. They gave her... Uh, Pain pills, uh, anti-inflammatories, 
some steroids. I think they even gave her something for her prostate. Oh, yeah. Probably. But it, I don't know. I think that she still has flare-ups with that, too. But, but she didn't get any better. Long story short, finally got an MRI. And no, it wasn't a torn muscle. She has, like, what, some kind of disc problem or... I don't know. Her old back is just brittle <laughs> and it's like balsa wood. It's just a very soft wood, basically, that breaks and tears at any given moment. And they're going to have to take out some piece of her spine or something, but her priorities still aren't very straight. She's talking about, you know, I was going to go to the lake this weekend. <laughs> and it's like, for the love of God, just recover, you know. So we'll see. I don't know. I still I feel like she's probably rolling around like a pig in a little mud pit or something like that, probably back at the house in the bed or something, so who knows? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's unfortunate, though, because nobody likes to go as much as she does and get out and do things, and, and it's sad to see her, you know, laying there like, <laughs> I don't know what. I it's kind of funny. a vegetable, essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Borderline, I mean, yeah, it looks like... Uh, you know, FDR is kind of what it looks like. She has the blanket over her legs and everything. It's... <laughs> that the only thing we have to fear is... <laughs> <laughs> Knitting a small shawl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But hopefully she's going to get better. She got that spinal injection or whatever. And, and um, so you've been there with her day in and day mm-hmm. out. You want to tell us what's been going on? Uh, a lot of complaining. <laughs> from um, you or her? No, from her. Oh, from her, um, yeah. I feel like I've been... Probably the best a child can be in the situation. I've really come in, given it 110%. But she is, uh, you know, she challenges me every day. It reminds me of that, uh, it's like a different kind of poem, that old religious poem, Footsteps. Or, you know, have you ever heard that before? Where it's like, after I'm carrying while, you or whatever. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It feels like that kind of trials and <laughs> tribulation. Do you uh, have to carry her around? I did once. You did? Mm-hmm. Well, she kept. She, she. It's just with the pain pills, of course. If we, any of your viewers out there, have had to use um, high dose pain pills before, it clogs you up. Oh. So she had horrible stomach pain, and she was saying that she was constipated for the last four <laughs> or five days, and it was just an unruly storm was unleashed into the bathroom that <laughs> it was like it was like delivering somebody to a like a bloodbath. It was. It was it was harsh, but you know she's pulling through. But all in all, she's she's just been kind of you know out of it. Yeah, she has been just kind of complaining about not being able to do stuff. Just kind of uh, I don't know whining a bit. So it's been nice to feel like I get some kind of retribution after all of the years of uh, you know myself being um, in some dire straits. So you've been here. You came mm-hmm. in Sunday, I think. So this is your what fourth or fifth day on the clock there. Exactly. So you've been you've been a good guy. You've been taking care of her and and doing what she needs. But I notice she she looks like she's lost like fifty pounds. Yeah. Are no, you are yeah. you making her eat? I try to. Well, my all she does is eat like condensed balls. I don't know if you, know, you look into her fridge. <laughs> condensed balls. Balls. Yeah. She. It's just like she's like pop up in the fridge and you look in there and there's just like a ball of oats and you're like how is that? How do you live like this? And she's like well this one has bits of spinach in it. And you're like, how did, I just don't understand. So uh, I've been trying to make her eat other things besides balls, but you know her, she, she likes gobbles the them up. That's right. <laughs> um, so uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, she was, she like ate a biscuit and she was like, I am full. Oh, jeez. I know she stood up and I'm like, damn, if you stood sideways and drank a tomato juice, you'd look like a thermometer. <laughs> and she, like, she's been taking she's a so pair. so skinny. Of, been taking a pair of drumsticks and playing a rib cage. <laughs> <laughs> she's. Old girl's anemic right now. She it's, better be careful. She'll mm, break a rib next. I'm, yeah. 
and get some softer sticks there. <laughs> yeah. So you've been in town taking care of her. What else is going on? Um, mostly just kind of tending to make sure that she's okay doing stuff. Other than that, I mean, hitting up some of the local spots that I like to go to, uh, like the Peanut. I yeah, think I've been yeah. to the Peanut three times so far. Is that where you broke? He has a big old purple toe. I I did. I think I broke my pinky toe. I don't know how it happened. Oh, well, I'm sure Missy will say it's fine. Just put some ice on it. I, that is literally what she said today, and my immediate thought was, I'm going to get an X-rayed and make sure that it uh, heals properly. <laughs> I don't really think they can do anything for a broken toe. No, I don't think they can either, but it's better than my mom came out hobbling out of the bathroom with Icy Hot and Ben Gay, and she's like, do you think this will work? And I was like, well, it's a bruised toe, so I doubt it. <laughs> and she's <laughs> so, I, God knows only what she's done to herself in that back. <laughs> she's just squirting Ben Gay and Icy Hot all over her back, acting like that's going to do a thing. <laughs> Her spine, but yeah, know. well, we hope that she gets better soon because we miss her. We miss her in here and in her antics, and we miss her dating debacles because, you know, her back's going out more than she is lately. So mm. I I don't know what all those all those single hungry men are doing out there without her, but she'll be back. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure of that. So, Hunter, have you ever played pickleball ever? No. No. Do you have any desire to play? Um. No, not really. <laughs> I think that's just because it's like, I'll give you an, like kind of my thought process behind it is that in a, in a lifetime where my mother wasn't absolutely obsessed with it, maybe, but it's kind of one of those things where somebody introduces you to like a band that they really like, but uh -huh. because of their love and devotion is so strong that it kind of puts you off to it. Uh -huh. So maybe one day, I guess I'll never say never, but just how crazed she is with it is definitely something where I'm like, that's for her. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of people say that and then they play and the next thing you know, they're playing all the time. They're hooked. They're well, throwing their back out. I'm severely overweight and, you know, I tend to be a bit more of an inside dweller. So taking time to go out to the pickle court might might take a couple, uh, might have to lose a couple of LBs and kind of figure out what I'm doing with my own life before that starts happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you live in the Austin area and I know there's mm. lots of, uh, lots of courts down there, lots of organizations that play down there. We have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of our fans are from down there in Austin and they, they play a, a whole lot down there. Um, and I know you look a little thirsty here, so I'm going to pour you a nice little glass of the Ben Holiday bourbon, the six-year-old bottled-in-bond bourbon, brand new out from the Holiday Distillery. I think you'll think it's quite tasty. Oh, my God. So go ahead and I wrap your it. lips around that. Oh, oh wow. You like it? Yeah. Well, I can, you know, I've never been a person to talk about the flavors and the textures, but this is certainly smoky, delicious, fruity, almost even, and God damn it, I'm going to buy one of these whenever I go home. You should buy two. All right, I'll buy two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So you go out a lot. You do a lot of stuff. You draw a lot of cartoons. You do a lot of crazy things. Are there things that piss you off? I'm sure there are. My mother. Besides your mom. Oh. Um, well, I... Uh, God, I don't know. Any and everything. I'm a bit of a bitch. I just, you know, live an angry, angry soul, I guess. I don't know. I'm married, you know, she makes me angrier than hell sometimes, and <laughs> we got dogs, animals, all that kind of stuff. We're in the process of adopting. Adopting a child? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. 
It's a nine-month wait list right now, but I bet that little son of a bitch will make me angry, too, whenever he comes rolling around. <laughs> so you're going to get a boy, you think, or a girl, or just whatever comes <clears throat> up? I think it just depends on whatever is first. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, that's great for you to get out there and do that. And That kid's going to be a one lucky little one lucky little shit, I'll tell you that. Yeah. That'll be fun. Can we have a baby shower for you? No, I think he's I think he's about nine. Oh, he's going to be nine. Yeah. So we could have like a I'm gonna nine change, I'm going to change his name. Yeah. He already has a name right now, but we're we're scratching that one out, and we're gonna get our own name. What are you What are you thinking? If it's a, well, if it's a boy, yeah. Well, I'll say well if it's it probably a, if, is if if he's if you know it's a he. Well, I mean, I guess. Well, it, I don't know yet. We, oh, you we, don't we, know. We think they, okay, they, okay, it's okay. leaning one direction or the other, but my uh, wife said that if it's a girl, she wants to name it Billy. Yeah. And if it's a boy, she wants to name it Cotton. Oh. Okay. Which uh, I had the same reaction as well. We, we'll see. We probably well, don't want to do that. I'm pushing for the daughter right now, just to yeah, not have to not have to deal with a cotton. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. That is kind of a cool name, though. I don't know. Cotton Hancock <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like a tire salesman name, or it's a very bad lawyer. Yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like. That's true. Well, I mean, either way, he's he's going to be an asset to society. I think either way. <laughs> so, beside your mom pissing you off, mm. you flew here. How are the how are the flights? They're all right. Uh, the only the only airline that goes straight to Kansas City is Southwest, and they don't have large seats. So I uh, I had to kind of bull, and it's not like seat assignment. It's just kind right. of like first come like first serve. Like a cattle call. Yeah. So like I a was, cattleman call. A cattleman call. Yeah. Well, that has a strange ring to it. The uh, the um, seat though, I had to kind of box my way out and just kind of make some space for myself. And the, you know the overhead thing comes on where they're like, look to your left and right, whatever seat is open you can have. I had so many elderly women. I mean, I was right front row. I mean, oh right, looking at that wall. Literally, yeah, mm-hmm. where I could have more leg room up there. And I had, I mean, there was a person with a cast on with a leg. <laughs> elderly women. <laughs> I didn't give two goddamn's about that. I was like. It, I, I I boxed myself in and had a very comfortable flight, and I'm hoping to do the same on my way home. Well, good. I hope that works out for you. Back before, like, the COVID crap, I used to travel with a friend, and she would always, like, wear a mask when we traveled on Southwest so nobody would sit in that middle seat between us. Well, that doesn't work anymore. doesn't work anymore. No, because if you don't wear a mask, nobody will sit by you. So she that didn't work anymore. But we traveled once with my brother-in-law, and he's an amputee. And he would always take his prosthetic leg off and just sit it in that middle seat. And that's <laughs> that's a pretty good deterrent, too. It's like, man, nah, I don't want to sit by the guy's leg. I so ha- I have uh, a, I have a buddy in L.A. who uh, he does uh, professional like makeup for costumes and movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he has a pair of like jaundice yellow <laughs> contacts he wears. <laughs> and he has a, what he calls his booger shirt, which is like just a shirt that he made, but it has like... You know, prosthetic stuff, but I mean, it looks like uh-huh. somebody just like is wiping snot. Oh, jeez. So he wears that while he flies on those cheaper flights, so nobody will sit by him as well. And I hear that's r- really effective, especially in these times well, where you can get you one of those. You put the face mask on, it's just the jaundice eyes looking oh. at you. That's definitely <laughs> one thing you don't want to you don't want to mess with. Yeah, I would go right on back to that next middle aisle. That's open, available somewhere. I, I take the trip. Far, I, far behind. I've sat in by some unruly people just to get off that plane quicker. So how was your sta- your uh, crew? Were they Did they show up for work? Were there enough guys flying the plane? Yeah. No, it was it was all, uh, all uh, 
on time, I guess, well, is the big thing. Well, so that's when good. it's a direct flight, it's hard to it's have hard. any delays. Yeah, and it's a short flight, too. But usually, yeah, they always, you know, miss that kind of stuff or take off goes too long or all that kind of stuff. But, no, it was really smooth, luckily. So you did all that. So have you had to be doing the grocery shopping while you were here? Yeah. You've been doing that, too, and the cooking and mm-hmm. all Well, that it's stuff. just, I mean, whatever you can call cooking. I mean, like I said, it's just been forming balls. <laughs> so it's been, it's like, I feel more like a forager, hunter-gatherer kind of thing. She says, go to the store, and it's just nothing but dry, basically produce, vegetables, various kinds of granola that you condense down into a ball with margarine. And you kind of ask yourself, how is this healthy? Because we've gone through about six sticks of butter and she just can't, she just can't basically, I mean, that's all, that's all she eats. Yeah, that's we're going to have to have an intervention. Or... Uh, something. I tried, I, I made her some uh, eggs and bacon and stuff and just said, why don't you, why don't you try this? And she just kind of made a pouty face and pushed the plate away with her foot. And uh, <laughs> she said, go in there and get me those balls. And I was like, okay. So she's got about four or five Petri dishes in there that are just cold to the touch because they've just been sitting inside that freezer and what the hell oh i don't know what to do with her i don't know i hope she gets gets starts eating something though you gotta eat something besides balls you can't just live on balls i she is a scientific anomaly don't know how she basically gets up and survives by only eating raw material like so when you were a kid Mm. did she ate everything she She ate everything yeah definitely I, I, I uh, attribute a lot of my um, overweightness to her and her piggish ways when I was younger. <laughs> Whenever she uh, was pregnant with me, she gained like 96 pounds, which is for an eight-pound baby. You do the math. Like, that doesn't <laughs> – I don't think that really adds up very well. Wow. Wow. A yeah. lot of, like, uh, big sweet tooth kind of person, a lot of yeah. candies and all sorts Back of stuff like that. Yeah. So did she throw some parties for you when you were a kid? Like, she was very good at throwing parties. Yeah, she did. Uh, she's really good at like cake decorating when I was younger. Really? Mm-hmm. Like huh. really, really, really fun, festive parties and stuff. But she kind of she lingered a lot. So we'd be in my room playing like Nintendo sixty four or something. Right. We'd hear a couple knocks on the door. My if I hang out. And at the time, I was like, I don't care. But looking back, I'm like, well, we're seven, so I don't really know what kind of what kind of. It's uh, funny because she comes over here sometimes in the middle of the night too, and it's like, mind, mind if I hang out? Mm-hmm, we're like, exactly. yes, yes, it's we do. Three in the morning, home, we're Missy. sleeping. <laughs> That's right. You see her in the in the ring door cam. That's right. It's like, oh god, Missy's on the porch again. It looks like she has a bag of balls with her. <laughs> She's like, you want to go play? It's like, well, we're. <laughs> It's three in the morning, so we have nothing to do. She curls up on the doorstep like just a little cat and just goes to sleep for about seven to eight hours. So she gets her full sleep outside usually. Wakes up the liquor paws every now and then. <laughs> chase the, the rats she, away. She needs the, uh, she does that thing cats do where it looks like they're kneading bread. Mm-hmm, yeah. She's doing that to your front uh, your front doormat up there. Is that what happened to it? Mm-hmm. Damn it. I'm going to make her buy me a new one because... I didn't know that's what what happened to that. So you've been in town. You've been taking care of her. Any other new exciting things happening with you? You know, uh, just in town or just in general? In general. In town, out of town, in general. (sighs) You're going to adopt a kid. Uh, We're adopting Pingling in the fall. And, you know, I think where my my wife has more animals than we know what to do with, so... Probably see if we can't have a couple of them go missing just for peace of mind. And 
because she has goats and does she have goats or horses and chickens? It's just chickens, ducks, and uh, we have a horse, three dogs, two cats, a cow, frogs, reptiles. I mean, it's like being married to Doctor Doolittle. Don't really know <laughs> what to do with myself half the time, and I come home and she's like, "Look at this," and it's, you can't just tell someone to take it back, you know. So I come home and there's just various new reptiles or birds flying around my house. It, it, I say Dr. Doolittle, but it feels like Jumanji in a way, too. Like, <laughs> I, I'm in a constant stream of hell that it's just uh, odors. So I God mean, knows like, what's going to be there when you come back I have, after I, being gone for a I week. I have fully expected there to be something new. So she said, she'll text me, too, and stuff, trying to act all cute and shit. just pisses me off is when she's like, got a surprise. It's like never fun for me, you know. It's a surprise for herself. Surprise! We get we get to feed one more animal. Some kind of weird, half extinct. Oh yeah. Chimp, whatever. Something you've never heard of it before. And it's like it only eats coconut. And you're like, I don't even. Where did you get this? You know. And she just has her sources. I but, you know, love her to death. Well, you know, there's worse things she could be dragging home. It's true. And they make penicillin for those things. So you don't really have to worry about that. So let's see. What else do you want to talk about today, Hunter? You're you're crammed in here in our cute little studio. How do you, how do you like doing a podcast? I movie? love doing this. She's I, not here. Oh, you without? Do, like doing it with her? or with, Do you enjoy doing it with her? Or I do enjoy it with her. I didn't enjoy doing it with her when she was all tanked up on pain meals and stuff because she literally was in my lap half of the episode and I'd have to keep pushing her over and... You know, her words were a little slurry and, you know, I had to keep probing her. Uh, but other than that day, no, love it. She, I, uh, she's a great, a great friend and she, I think we get along great on this podcast. Whatever I don't think of, she does and vice versa. And I think we just play well off each other. Do you and, think, uh, do you think you're the fan favorite? Well, we could take a poll. I love that. I know, I know she is a favorite though when it comes to her dating debacles because everyone right. loves Missy's dating debacles. And I don't know what this is going to do, this, this back injury to her dating life. Um, I don't know. I don't think she'll lose any of the nicknames she has um, in terms of the dating scene. You know, Easy Missy, all kinds of stuff that I would hear <laughs> when I was younger. Oh, so. is that well, Tell us about that. You were around when she dated in your younger years. Mm-hmm, so yeah. what, what was going on then? Were they as extreme and eccentric as they are now, or were they a little more? I don't know how she, how she does it, really. It's like every... Uh, it's like a 90s movie or something like I she's brought home many men that look like Joe Pesci. <laughs> very tiny, very tight. And she's like, he, he sells cars at a Dodge dealership. And I'm like, I don't know why you act like these are giant perks when it's just that's just a normal job. Yeah, she um, does attract the small men. Very tiny, mm-hmm, tiny and tiny hands, tiny hands. Yeah. And it's been like that forever. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, well, she's through small. thick and thin. Well, I don't know. know. She gets a lot of people buttery faces. Does whatever. I don't know. I don't personally. You know, she she says she's dating some people sometimes throughout the years, whatever. And I uh, I I rarely get to meet them because she's very picky as well. Well, yeah, that's why she has a different date every week on here that we get to laugh at and experience with her, and none of them ever work out. Um, if one did, I, it might be the end of our show because we couldn't have anything to talk about anymore with her dating debacle. So, I don't know. Hopefully, she'll just keep herself out there in one of these days. 
One of these days, Hunter. Yeah, one of You're gonna have a new daddy. I will, and I will call him daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I bet she calls him daddy, too. I hope not. She told me she's looking for a gas daddy. It's sort of like a sugar daddy, but he just buys her gas. Well, with the prices right now, I don't blame her, but I mean, she, you know. Who knows what she's done? You know, it's her business. And for the love of God, sometimes she tries to tell me things. And I'm like, realize that you're my, you know, you're my mom. Right. So some of the horror yeah, stories Yeah, some of those she things she should just keep for the listeners. Yeah. And then keep you out of that loop. Speaking of gas, and this is an honest and true story. I don't know what this guy was doing, but he bet five bucks, five dollars in his tank. You know, he had that, he had cash and he slipped it in the thing. Five bucks. Yeah, so you got half a gallon. What are you, he's going to go from pump seven to pump eight? I don't know. How Where are you going to go with that? He was probably about, I don't know, mid thirties. Oh, wow. Hmm. I mean, it's probably all the guy had, you know, but eh, you're not going to go very far with that. Yeah, I don't know. I know, uh, I feel like elderly people like to talk about how the price of gas fluctuates <laughs> daily. And the difference between, here's the thing is like, People complain and bitch about gas prices. Here's what are you going to do, not get gas? Well, yeah, what are you going to do about it? So when my grandmother or even my mom, they have the exact same cadence. My grandma's like 30 years older than my mother, but they sound exactly the same. (laughs) And they're like, I can't believe it. Gas is up two more cents. It's like, why even bring that up in a conversation? (laughs) And that's that's just, I think, something I wanted to just put out there to your viewers even, is anytime that you want to talk about gas prices, don't. Right, because you can't do anything about it. Well, exactly. And then just who the hell cares? Right. What do you? I mean, what are what are we doing with that conversation? So people come up and they talk about if if the only thing you have to contribute to a conversation is gas prices. Shut up. I don't don't even talk to me. Yeah. Well, it's not. I mean, it's not like gas prices they talk about. It's you know. I got a gallon of milk was five twenty nine. It's the exact same thing. Right. You know what? Spice it up. Next time you see a stabbing at a gas station, that's when you can start talking to me about gas price. If you can lead it up like that, I saw someone get brutally stabbed to death in a parking lot. Also, did you know that gas is $5 now? That's when I would be willing to bend the knee to that conversation. You can kind of co-mingle that conversation mm-hmm. if there's some substance to add along Give with the gas something. prices. Give me a little something. Well, yeah. Tit for tat. I, I agree because, I mean, we all know gas is ridiculous, so do we need to talk about it? You're right. No, I don't, I don't, think, don't. I don't think we do. So you're a happily married dude now. Well. Um, I was going to talk again about things that piss me off. Okay. Have you ever gone, you go to Sam's Club, do you have those down there, or Costco, or those big stores? Um, yeah. We don't, I mean, I've, I've never had a membership, but I know of them. Well, you go in there, and you go to get a cart, hmm. and you, you know, you pull one out, and like 12 come out at the same, and you can't, you're pushing, you're shoving, you're pulling, you can't get them apart. I said screw it the other day. I pushed all 12 of them through the store because I couldn't get one apart. And they're like, well, can I help you with that? I'm like, yeah, could you get one of these carts apart? Because I, I can't can't pull it out. And then you get the stupid people that are working at the registers or you have one of the like a smoker's voice. And, and I'm going to put this in here because this is an exact conversation that I just happened to record while I was in the store of this person in front of me that was buying some powdered sugar and some flour. And this is kind of how that conversation went. Ah, powdered sugar. Are you making a cake? Yep. Is it a wedding cake? It's a birthday cake. Oh, a birthday cake. Now that's going to be good. What kind of cake is it? Vanilla. Oh, that's going to be nice. Almost time for my smoke break. Linda! Okay, so decide that for yourself. 
So, you know, if you're if you're a register worker, don't comment on what people are buying. Mm-mm. It's none of your business. Even though I will say that I do, I feel like every time I've been in a Costco or a Sam's Club, it does feel like a bit of just extremely gross, in, in my opinion. The the shoppers or the items? Well, I mean, that's not neither. I, I, I can't comment on people if they're gross or not, but seeing somebody put like three 32-count things of like corn dogs in a cart <laughs> is revolting because you know that's going to be going in their body and coming out in a very messy way so you're looking at bagel bites all kinds of stuff and also i guess another thing too with costco is that you can go and get like i said a, a carnival cart of corn dogs and then look over and be like i'm chili and walk over and grab off a, a pallet just a jacket off of a pallet that's it just, right it feels like uh it just it, it's very like apocalyptic in approach of just everything's on pallets in such large quantities. And they have they do you know but you know I don't know you can find some good stuff there. In my defense, one day I was you know I think I was young and cool. And the next day I'm buying my pants at Costco. It's like what what has happened to me? I don't know. But you can you can get clothes. You can get you know jars of mayonnaise the size of an infant. Huge. Um, what does somebody do with twenty pounds of mayo? That's, you know, <laughs> easy. That's I don't know the, if that's a conversation we that, should have. That's on the next Missy's dating <laughs> yeah, debacle, exactly. so you'll find out what she did with those 20 pounds of mayonnaise. Yeah. But so we're going to roll it back a few years because you're married now, but I'm mm. sure that you've had some dates that you can tell our little audience about. I think it might run in the family of, of people that the Hancocks encounter and actually go out on dates with. So I'm just going let to you, let you take that and just tell us about it. Trying to think of a something that would be appropriate to put on my mother's podcast because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it feels uh, this could be weird. I guess there was one that was really weird. I did take a girl at one time. Uh, we'll say her name is Rebecca. Rebecca. Okay. And we were at some kind of dinner thing. We might even went to like Dave and Buster's or something. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's cute. Let's play arcade game or whatever. And she. Um, it was. I don't know. This is a good one. I'm trying to. <laughs> her dad. Her dad died mid-date, and oh. she didn't. She. But the thing that was crazy about it was that she had no emotional response to it. It was just kind of like very in passing. Oh, my dad died, and I said, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, No, it's no big deal. That kind of thing. So and did I, she like get the call while you were on the date? In Dave and Buster's playing skee ball. Just call her and go, uh, Hello? Rebecca? Oh, okay. I'm like, is everything okay? Yeah, dad's dead. It was just kind of that thing. And I said... Your daddy be dead. And I sat there and I... We were getting done with the date and I just kind of kept bringing it up. She's like, I don't know why you're making such a big deal out of this. And I kind of was like, I, I gotta be honest, this is very alarming that you're not having any kind of emotional reaction to somebody so close dying. She's like, you don't, you don't know where you're close. And I was like, okay. That was just, a, I don't know, a crazy story that I think uh, I, I think about a lot. And I think, I just God forbid anything, whoever's dating her now, I don't know what kind of emotional response you're going to get from that woman. Wow. But I thought that was a bit... That's very strange. A bit odd. Huh. Well, maybe you were just, she was just so enamored with you that she didn't want to cut that date short by, you know, somebody dying. Maybe. I don't know. Women are very odd. Hey, now watch it. Well, I just, I think that you know it's true. And I think that... Uh, <laughs> I used to date this one girl where every time that we ate dinner, she had to put the green mile on. It's a real thing. Like the movie? The whole movie. 
Oh, I thought it was like some kind of strap-on or something, the Green Mile. No, no, no. <laughs> John Coffey, you have been condemned to die in the electric chair by a jury of your peers, sentence imposed by a judge in good standing in this state. No. Oh. Tell no, me more. She, she Tell did, me more. During, during uh, I will say, I know that, thank God my mother's not here to hear this, and she'll have to hear this in recording, but she would, uh, only during sex would she put on the green mile specifically during the John Coffey ex- execution scene where where he'd be like don't turn the lights off boss kind of deal I'm afraid of the dark he put that on he leaves the light on after bedtime and that became uh, I haven't been able to watch the movie since because it's a bit of a PTSD situation for me yeah that, that would kind of ruin it ruin it for me it was I mean I love Tom Hanks Michael Clark Duncan you know rest in peace but hard to put on that movie now especially and I remember one time I think even my mom was like Oh, Green Mile's on. You want to watch it? And I kind of like shouted, no, no. You know, like. (laughs) (laughs) Now she's going to know why here. And just. This is the story of a miracle that happened here where I work on the Green Mile. Yeah. A couple weeks, whenever we let her listen again and get her out of that hospital bed in the living room. And she said, so your mom only has one bedroom. Well, she has two bedrooms, but a bed in one. So is she giving you. The bed. What did you call it yesterday? It made me laugh. What did you call her mattresses? Like Oh, um, I can't remember either. Her bed is... It was uh, something about a cartoon character kid bed or something. I can't remember either. <laughs> I, I, all I know is that... I don't know. My, I mean, she my, has mattresses stacked like a Big Mac. She has, literally, it's like uh, a double-decker from all these, <laughs> from like pre-Civil War mattresses. And instead of just being like... I'll, and I try to tell her, I'm like, this, I mean, I'm, this is my mother. My 63-year-old mother. <laughs> I say this because she has to physically, she's like a little gremlin. She has to hop up on her bed and the thing bounces around. Like imagine a, a cartoon stack of, like a cartoon stack of, like a flapjack stack. That's what her bed looks like. And she gets up, she's like, good night. And she's like, gyrating on the bed. And I say, for love of God, each month, put 50 bucks back. I'm like, and you'll, just get a new mattress, just one. And it's 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 obnoxious. I mean, she has to scale this bed every night. She has little like little uh, cloth straps that she's basically sewn into the side of them so she can put her feet into it, kind of like when you go into a gym. I don't gym think that's what those are for, Hunter. I don't refuse to uh, acknowledge that. <laughs> oh yeah. So I wonder if she. And I'm gonna have to ask her when I see her again. But does she? You know how you're supposed to, you know, rotate your mattress. Does she like? Put the top one on the bottom of the stack and then pull them back up. Maybe that's I think how she heard every back. every year. Every well, God knows. I, she just said, eh, whenever the mattress starts to smell kind of yeasty, I put another one on top of it. <laughs> she said, gotta go back to Nebraska Furniture Mart and check the dumpster. This one's getting a bit yeasty. <laughs> Straps that son of a bitch to the top of her Hyundai and heads off. So she's making you. Hey, I mean, you're a big guy, so you're sleeping on the couch. Yeah. How's that working out for you? It's awful. She, she <laughs> once again, I don't know how how it's possible, but it's like her, her couch is not properly put together, so it slides and does her thing, <laughs> and she comes out. It's just kind of creepy being at her house too, because you don't hear. I mean, that thing. I'm telling you, you touch that bed, and it's like, yeah, you know. She's able to get off that thing like a shadow <laughs> and come into the living room in the dark. I'm sitting there, my neck's all tilted. I'm sinking through the cracks of this thing and the next thing you know I'll whis- just hear a whisper of are you sleeping okay <laughs> like that and the deal and I say mom please go back to bed it's, it's 3.30 in the morning and she just stands in the doorway for about 45 minutes before I can get back to sleep 
but it's just a dilapidated couch essentially and you know once again it's another yeast comment so whenever it gets yeasty she'll probably get a new one i imagine oh gosh maybe you could get her a slide to get off that bed since you know she's down in the back <laughs> Wee! yeah <laughs> she actually she, well, it's pretty I, it's funny that you say that too because she's actually building a ball pit in the uh, oh. right at the edge of it so she can roll off and she gets in there and she splashes around in the yeah. plastic balls for a bit she has a thing like a ball pit fetish because when we went to that adult arcade she wanted to get in that ball pit and it's i ridiculous. said absolutely not those things are slimy and you get in the car well she keeps looking at it and she straps on her helmet and spit bib and she starts <laughs> getting excited and i say why don't you take that off and how about act like an adult for about five <laughs> minutes but I'm in her home, so I'm trying to respect yeah, her. Yeah, you're what a visitor. She does. You're mm-hmm. a visitor. You know. Well, I know she's certainly uh, been just thrilled to death to have you here, and I'm yeah. glad you're here because it gets me off the hook. Well, so I thank you. I thank you for being here, and I thank you for taking the time to sit in for her today. Again, he is Meat Canyon. Check him out on YouTube. You won't be sorry. Um, what do you have? Like five million views, five million followers? I don't know. It's something ridiculous. Just a just a few less than we do, but. <laughs> Yeah. No, you guys have been great. And I think that, uh, also just thank you, know, thank you for giving her something to do. Well, yeah, it keeps her off the streets. That's just, I mean, one thing I have to say is, you know, at least she's doing something, which is nice. So I appreciate that. (laughs) That's very true. We have a fabulous prize for you. Let me hand it to you. Oh, wow. It's It's really heavy. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. We have a lot of swag in this little basket for you from the Pickled Paddler. And they are a female-based business out of Indianapolis. And they sent us all ton and ton and ton of swag. I really like the uh, panda bear holding the pickleball pickles, the paddles. And it's, uh, I think you're going to look great in a lot of the stuff. Again, thank you, Lindsay, at the Pickled Paddler. Check them out for all your panda bear and pickleball needs at pickledpaddler.com. Thank you, Lindsay. So thanks a lot. That's it for today. Hopefully Missy will be back next time, and we'll catch you later. Bye. Goodbye.